Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. So today's podcast is entitled, Look at the Big Picture. Look at the Big Picture. So I've had an opportunity to work out of town for work. And I was in my hotel room and every morning I would wake up and I would be faced with this painting and on this painting it was a beautiful painting and um the more I looked at the painting the more I would gather different things from the painting and so I just this particular morning I stared at the painting and was like um you know all this is nice um and it was just a painting that had a lot of horses and um I began to look beyond the horses and in just about every painting that that you may come across or that you may see um there are smaller things that helps to enhance the 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 picture within itself and sometimes the focus can be on the bigger thing in this case it could have been easily on the horses that were running through the picture and it's so easy to focus on the big thing because it's the biggest object and oftentimes the small things are in place to, you know, to help bring brightness to it or to help push it into the eyesight and the, the, the ability for you to just really focus on the big thing. And um, I started to look at the small stuff. I started to look at the things that many may not have thought to look at. I started to look at the, the, the field in which they were running in. And I saw this painting and although it was full of horses with so many different shapes and so many different colors and sizes, what caught my eye um, the most were the clouds that it had above it. It had clouds that were above the painting. And when you stand back and you're looking at the painting, you'll see like a bunch of horses running. But my question is, is why are they running? What will cause them to run rapidly? What will cause them to run together? And, you know, and, and it's really unknown because you can see the clouds above the horses. So you could easily think that it's the thunder or it's the rain or there's something that pushed them. Or you don't see that there could be somebody that is gaining their attention. Somebody who may own the horses, who is trying to get their attentions to run to a particular field or a particular area. You don't see that. All you see is what's before you. And sometimes the imagination um, and just having the, the, the ability to look from a different angle, like it can take you to a place beyond what you what you see or what is right before you. And I began to think in when I was looking at that painting, I was like, you know, the grass is beautiful. You know, the horses are beautiful. The clouds are are cloudy and all of these different things are transpiring and happening. But I was able to see beyond the horses. It just took me to look at it from a different angle and a different space. It took me to go from a different mindset to think outside of the horses. It took me to another mindset to think that there's more to this painting than the horses. It's more um, that 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 may not have more focus on it, but everything that is within the picture or the painting serves a purpose. 
And I don't know what you may be dealing with in your life. I don't know what has been brought to you. I don't know what life has thrown your way, but there's so many different things. And, and you're probably wondering how in the world can I see something greater from the place that I'm currently sitting. But I'm here to tell you that if you look, if you look, look harder, if you take the, the different approach, if you look from a different angle, I promise you, you can see God hand, even in the midst of darkness, you can see him even in the midst of your situation. If you just trust and believe him to be God, you must look closely. You you sometimes have to close your eyes and and reopen your eyes to be able to um, to see the picture clear. Whenever you go to the eye doctor, I know when I go to the eye doctor, they would always tell me when they're getting ready to ch to check the pressure in my eye. They would tell me, I need you to close your eyes. And when you close your eyes, I need you to open them. Why? Because they're able to have a little bit more stability. They're able to withstand the pressure that is about to be blown in, and they have have the ability to be able to my my eyelids your eyelids have the ability to withstand the ability of, of it being open because eyelids were created so that there's a covering of and there's a protection of our eyeballs because it it the, the we have I mean, there's liquid that is consistently flowing through our eyes. And so the eyelids have been created for uh, uh, the ability to be able to close when necessary, to close for protection, to make sure that our eyeballs are protected and covered. But they will tell you to close your eyes and open them up again so that you may be able to hold it open in a more steady and a more in a more uh, stable space so that they can be able to measure and apply uh, some type of pressure so that they can get the measurement of what it is that they're trying to see when it concerns the eye. I'm telling you that sometimes even in your life right now, I know you have a lot going on. You're getting ready for family members to come in for the Thanksgiving holidays. But let me explain something to you. I need you to look at it from a different perspective. You probably getting frustrated because you got to get all of this food together. You got to get all these different things together. But I need you to take a different approach. I need you to look at it as a blessing. Look at it from a blessing standpoint. I need you to understand and know. You may be the one that is doing it this year at your house, or you may be going to somebody else's house to take your food over there. It doesn't matter the, the position that you are currently in. What I need you to understand is to see the blessing from it, because there is a family out there that don't have the opportunity to choose. There is somebody out there is trying to figure out what they're going to eat. There is somebody out there in the world that is trying to piece things together so that it can even look presentable as a Thanksgiving or an, a, a moment to spend time with your family. Let me explain something to you. This entire time while, while I, I've been in Wyoming, I have learned a lot about myself. I've learned what I will put up with, what I want, what I will entertain, what I want. But then all at the same time, I'm understanding that God is wanting me to stay in a spirit and a place of humility. Why? Because I haven't always been in this blessed place. Let me, let me help all of us out. We have all been in a space. You think you have gotten called or anointed or appointed because it's about you or because it's for you, but it has absolutely nothing to do with you. I don't know why I'm going this way, but go with me. It has absolutely nothing to do with you. When I look back over my life and all of the people that God has caused or have, have allowed me to be able to minister to, I've been able to minister to them from a place of, of, I know what you're going through. I have been there. I know what you've dealt with. And then he's also taught me how to love them in spite of what I see. I don't have time to judge you, your life or what you're doing. Why? Because I have 
to stay in a space of humility. I have to stay before God for my own self, for my own life. Because let me explain something to you. Don't ever get into a space that you forget to be humble. Never get in a space that you don't that that you think that you have arrived. I need you to stay in a space of humility. Maybe the reason that you see somebody else's life jacked up is because yours once was. And he so happened to deliver you from it and still delivering you from it. Not so that you can be judgmental towards them. No, so that you can have a point of reference. I can understand where you are. And I can love you. I can love you where you are. I cannot tell you when I looked at that painting and God started to show me so many different angles of what it was. There's so many different things that people can perceive from a painting and judge it for what it is. But there's so many different pieces to the puzzle that we are not we're not privy to see. But we see the painting as beauty. But you don't know what people went through or the person who who even put allowed them to, to, to paint the painting. You don't know the heart or the intent of it. All you can see is the beauty of, for, for what it is. But when you look from different angles, you're able to see so much. I just wanted to encourage you on today to let you know that there's a bigger picture to your life than what you see. And then sometimes what you're dealing with and going through in your life, you think it's for you. You think it's about you. It ain't. I can't tell you the stuff that I have gone through and it has absolutely nothing to do with me. But once God got me on the other side of it, I was able to see why he allowed me to go through the situation that I went through so that I can be able to minister to the next person that came into my life. When you say yes to God, you don't get to choose what you're saying yes to is what I'm saying. There's a bigger picture to your life. But will you sit there and look at the torment or will you sit there and look at the warfare or would you find grace and would you find mercy or would you find love in the present place? I told God, thank you that my phone was doing what it was doing. Thank you. Because I was able to talk with him. I was able to to be encouraged. I was able to to let him know how I felt and where my heart was. I was able to really get in tune with him and everything that I wrote down, y'all, I kid you not, everything that I wrote down on that paper that he shared with me before I flew out, it came to pass. It happened. It happened for me. answers so much in that moment. He has answered so much. He has answered so much. And I've had an opportunity to minister to people that I didn't know. I'm grateful that I get to minister. I'm so grateful. I don't take what he allows me to do for granted. So I'm telling you to look at the bigger picture in your life. And I know life has thrown you so much. I get it. 
but there's joy in it if you if you look at it from a different angle if you look at it from a different angle you'll be able to see his hand on it I can't tell you the many times that God has shown me something different when I changed my perspective on what I saw originally you know sometimes the the answer to our questions is right before us, but we miss it. We can miss it due to our lack of focus and our inability to push back or push past the norm. And when I started to look at that painting, it started to um, make me think of Mark 8. See, when Jesus took a man by the hand and he spit in his eye, he took him up from the place that he was currently in. And the scripture says that he took him out of that village. And when he took him out of his out of that village, he spit in his he. He spit in his eye and he placed his hand on the man's eye and he said, can you see anything now? And the man was honest. See, this is the part that I love because although the man could not see, he did not utilize that moment to be a, a wow moment so much to the fact that he did not express the truth of where he was to Jesus. He took that moment, although he was excited to be able to see, he took that moment to tell Jesus, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. He said, I see people, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like trees walking around. See, he could have get he could have gotten excited in the moment that he was able to see something. But something on the inside of him made him realize that there's something clear that I'm supposed to see. And he didn't get excited and shouted in the moment of the fact that he was able to see something. He wanted to be able to see clearly and he expressed that to Jesus. Because Jesus asked him, can you, can you see? What can you see? Oh my God. See, he could have got excited in the hype of being able to see something. But you cannot tell me that he had not envisioned the possibility of being able to see something clearly without having to, to, to sweep his eyes up or do something different with his eyes. So he responded. He responded to Jesus. He said, I see people, <laughs> but I can't see them very clearly. And this caused Jesus to place his hands on the man's eyes again. And in that moment, his eyes were open. You see, his sight was completely restored. 
and he could see everything clearly. What am I saying to you? I'm saying that there's a bigger picture. And until you express to Jesus what you can and cannot see, it's only then when he can come back and make things clearer for you. And you can then say, God, I can see it clearly now. so grateful I'm grateful that he he chooses to use me I'm grateful that that I'm on his mind in spite of my mess up and my hiccups and the moments I didn't trust him the moments I didn't depend on him now my life is a testament to so many who may struggle in their beliefs and that's what your yes is about you don't get saved to 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 hold all of this you don't become blessed to hold it for just you oh my god i have sown seed into people's lives into people's businesses being a blessing to them. Why? Because God blesses me. There's a picture that is so big. But you've got to see it. You've got to look past what you are looking at now. And if you can't see clearly. Just go back to God. And tell him, God, I can't see the picture clearly. Can you, can you open my eyes so that I can see clearly? And then you'll see. You'll see the picture is a whole lot bigger.